Today's episode is sponsored by S Creative. S Creative believes in transforming dreams into visuals and tangible assets, especially for small and upcoming Black businesses, nonprofits, and personal brands. Video, graphic design, logos, websites, and social media development are just a few of the many services they provide, all geared towards defining and shining light on the esque that is everything your brand represents. Follow them on social media at esque creative, that's E-S-Q-U-E creative, for more information and to take the first step in making your brand you today. Welcome back to the Black Girls with Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls with Purpose. What up? I'm super excited, as I always am every week, to introduce you to our newest series. So if you saw the title, we are in the month of November and we are starting a Sound Mind series. And... I'm not going to lie to you, y'all. It's going to get a little deep over the next few weeks. But I know the scripture says the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I hope that y'all know by now that anything that I share with you is usually coming out of a place that I had to personally venture through. And so as we're talking about this Sound Mind series and based off the scripture that says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. I knew in preparation for this that I was going to have some moments where I felt like I was going to lose my mind. It's like, okay, God, well, you're not going to be talking about a sound mind if I don't know what an unsound mind feels like. And so I'm going to be talking about anger over the next few weeks. I'm going to be talking about anxiety. I'm going to talk about depression. I'm going to talk about a lot of different things that the Holy Spirit really put upon my heart um, to just normalize in our community. I... I'm happy to say, as of this recording, I just started counseling or therapy, depending on who it is that you talk to, this past week. And I did that because I knew that I was going to be coming before you with this Sound Mind series. And I didn't want to just come from a high and lifted up, oh yeah, that sounds good, but you're not going through anything level. I knew I was going to have to get into the nitty gritty of things. And so I hope that everything that I share over the next few weeks is really going to encourage you and equip you to go out and get the help that you need if you need help in any particular area. Now, I want to preface all of this by saying that I am going to always be coming from a spiritual perspective. I'm going to be coming from the word of God because God's word is truth. But I also know that there is still... Sometimes there comes a place where you there's more that God wants you to do, right? So it's not just about praying and reading your Bible. Sometimes you do need to go out and get the help that you need. And so I am just looking forward to sharing my story with you and defeating the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. So today's specific episode is going to be about anger and can't talk about anger if I haven't felt angry, right? So I'm going to start off with a story. It was... 
2013, I believe. It was the year that I graduated from college and my husband and I were dating. This was the semester where we really said, okay, we're dating with the intention of getting married. And I remember being at this St. Louis Cardinals game because we went to the University of Missouri. And so we were at this game and I was so excited because it was our first out of town date. We had driven to St. Louis from Columbia, Missouri. And I was like, yes, we're going to be cute. We're going to be out there at the Cardinals game, cuddling and looking at the game and talking about baseball and all these things. And so we got there and we sat down and my husband started crazy enough watching the game. And so he was watching the game and I remember looking at him and thinking, why isn't he talking to me? What's going on? Is he mad? I don't understand. And eventually I asked him, I said, hey, like what's going on? And he said, what do you mean? I said, you're not talking to me. And he said, I'm watching the game. And now as I look back at that, I'm thinking, sis, what did you expect him to do? And did you communicate your expectations for one? That's a marriage lesson. We'll talk about marriage on another day. If y'all want me to do a series about marriage, let me know. DM me on Instagram at the Black Girl with Purpose. But I was super upset. I thought, like, what? You are watching the game? We came here to spend this quality time together. You're supposed to be... I guess fawning over me. I really don't know what my expectations were, but I got angry. And so I expressed that I was upset. And I said, well, if you're not gonna talk to me, then we just need to leave. And he said, are you kidding me? And I said, no, I'm serious. Which again, he I didn't expect him to call my bluff out, I guess. And he said, are you serious? And I said, yes, I'm serious. And so we left and y'all, I don't think the game was even halfway through yet. And we left and he was uh, walking ahead of me and I remember him being so upset and we got to the car or we were getting getting close to the car and he said, you embarrassed me. And that just blew my top. I said, I embarrassed you. And y'all, I just started going off. I don't know what was said. And it started, a, this is a two hour drive from Columbia to Missouri. It's, I mean, Columbia to St. Louis and back again, right? So. We get in the car and I'm just going off, still going off. I'm I at, at some point I'm start I started to curse at this man, my husband. So that just shows the kind of loving man that he is. Cause when I look back at that, I think he should have put me on his car and said, "Hope you find your way back to campus." But he didn't. And a, a time came during our conversation where he said, "Bree, you can say whatever you want to me, but just know I don't appreciate your tone." And I remember on the inside, I thought oh my gosh, he's being so gentle even though I'm being crazy. But on the outside, I said, my tone? Oh, you don't appreciate my tone? And then I went off again. And I share that story, one, to show you that God is a God who transforms because I'm sure some of you are clasping your pearls. Brie, you cursed? I have one of my friends said, I just can't picture this. I can't picture you ever cursing. But this was 2013, and yes, I, I used to curse a lot. I cursed when I was in junior high and high school just because, but in this particular instance, I was cursing because I was angry and I felt, oh, these are the only words that I can say that are gonna properly express my anger. And so I realized then that I had an anger issue. And I remember thinking, and God convicted me, because I did have a relationship with Jesus, and it's possible to have a relationship with Jesus and curse, so for those of you who are listening to this as well, whether you think someone else doesn't have a relationship with Jesus because they curse, or you feel like you don't have one because you curse, yes, 
you can still have a relationship with Jesus in curse. As you spend more time with him, he's going to give you better words to be able to express yourself and he'll change your, your heart and he'll change your desires where you don't even want to curse, but it is possible to love Jesus and curse. I get that. Okay. So I remember God convicted me and he said, Bree, what if Jordan talked to you the way that you were just talking to him? And I got angry and must be, I said, oh my gosh, I wish he would. And God said, whoa, okay, this is a double standard. You just cursed this man out for pretty much two hours straight and you're upset at even the thought of him doing that to you? He said, and why? I said, because I'm a lady and he can't talk to me any kind of way. And this is, and God was said, he said, Bree, in the same way that you're my daughter, that is my son. And in the same way, it would be disrespectful to him for him to speak to you any kind of way. It's the same thing with you. You can't talk to him any kind of way because that's disrespectful. And so really, y'all, I can't say that I never blew up at my husband again, but I can say, and I, pro I pray that this is the truth, and that if I didn't, then the guys just created a new memory in my mind, but I can say I did not curse that man out again because I God convicted me so much and I said, wow, God, that is your son. I don't want to treat him poorly. I want to treat him the same way that you would treat him. And I don't know, God really transformed my heart over the course of several years. And even now when my husband and I have disagreements, he has... He has taken over my mouth. God has taken over my mouth because I will just listen way more than I used to. I am not as defensive as I used to be. I don't feel like I always have to be right. I don't feel like I always have to make my point of view known. Again, this is a great tip for you if you are married. It's not always about being right, and it's not always about getting your point across. Sometimes God's like, be quiet. And so I've learned to be quiet. But... Something that has started to rise up in me again is this anger issue. And it's not towards my husband, it's towards my son, Jaden. Now, for those of you who are familiar with my testimony, I got pregnant six months into our, my husband and my marriage, and it was not expected, it was not planned. I wanted to get married and wait three years to have children, and God said, huh, that's cute, boo, but guess what? We're gonna start now. And so, I actually ended up getting really excited. I wasn't excited the first few months of my pregnancy, but about January of 2017, and he was due in June. In January, I started getting really excited, and I thought, oh my gosh, God, yes. Like, I can't believe you blessed me with this beautiful baby. And that's really how it's been up until recently. Now, some stuff is, you know, people call the terrible twos, and me and my husband always said, oh, we don't accept that, it's the terrific twos, but I'm not gonna lie, we gonna be transparent. I get why people call it the terrible twos, because my son is just at a place where he is very opinionated, which is such a blessing, because I, I thank God every day that he knows what he wants, he knows what he doesn't want, but sometimes he communicates it in a way that is just so disrespectful, where I think, oh Lord, you better get your child or I'm gonna get him. And so what I have noticed and what I really had to pray on when this first started, which was months ago before we even moved into our new home, I said, God, why am I getting so angry? And what God showed me, he said, Bree, there is a part of you that still looks at Jaden as an interruption in your plans. That you still think, oh, 
if I had done what I wanted to do, you wouldn't be here or I'd be farther along in my career or I would have all these speaking engagements or my ministry would be X, Y, and Z. And he said, so you actually don't have a problem with Jaden. You have a problem with me. And I said, okay, God, this is getting a little deep. And I really had to repent and ask God for forgiveness and say, God, I apologize because in me being angry with you, I'm telling you that I think I could run my life better than you can or that I am the one who has the better plan. And so I really confessed that to God and I felt like I experienced a huge amount of release. But even in that, I told myself, I said, Brie, you need to go to counseling or you need to go to therapy because the fact that you can get angry like this, where you are yelling at Jaden or where you want to spank him more than you need to spank him or whatever the case may be, it shows that the potential is there. And so I want you to get ahead of it. Because for me, something I told my husband, I said, I do not want our son growing up thinking I don't like him just because sometimes he annoys me. And again, I'm, I'm being real, y'all. I'm being transparent. And for those of y'all who are moms, you know, sometimes you're like, please get out of my face. Leave me alone. And that doesn't sound nice, but for those of you who are not parents, oh, baby, wait till you become a parent. You will understand. It is not always a really fun thing. And so I have learned to ask for the help that I need. And part of that was going to counseling and therapy. And so one thing that inspired this entire series is again, going back to the scripture that says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. I had to ask him what that looked like for me. And I had to ask him what things were going to help me be for him all that I needed to be. And he actually spoke to me through a sister in Christ who said, Brie, our, our being, we as people, as these beings, as these, as these creations of God, we have three parts to us. We have our soul, which is made up of our mind and our emotions and our will. We have our body and we have our spirit. And each one of those is a critical piece. That's why scripture says we need to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul. He knows that all three things have to be in alignment for us to live for him the way that we're supposed to live. And so we can't t just take care of one or two areas and think that we have everything we need. I am really great at taking care of the spiritual part of my body and making sure that I'm reading. And I really feel like I'm great uh, at taking care of my physical body as well most days that I eat really well, that I do my meal prep and my recipes. But I realized the mind is, not, is something that I had been neglecting. And instead of saying, oh, well, no, I can't go to counseling or therapy because I'm crazy. You know, people think I'm crazy. I have to say, God, this is a resource that you've provided for me. And I love what my sister Michelle over at Christ Over Culture said during a podcast episode that she had. She said, we have to treat mental health is in the same way we treat our physical health and the same way you go and you get a checkup every year you should go get a physical checkup every year getting therapy or counseling is the same thing as you're getting a checkup for your mind and some people may have actual conditions that they need to get checked out and some of us it's just like okay in the same way I go to the gym so that I don't gain a ton of weight I'm going to therapy or counseling so I don't go crazy and 
some of y'all listening to this and thinking, oh, Brie, this is not what a typical episode typically sounds like. And you're right, it's not. But I had to start with my testimony. I had to start with my testimony because, as I said at the beginning, and Scripture says that in Revelation 12, the enemy is defeated by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so everything that I'm going to be sharing with you over these next few weeks is something that I have dealt with personally and not way back in the gap but things that sometimes I I deal with day to day and I have to bring them to God I have to bring them to my community and we're going to be talking about the importance of community and then now I'm going to be bringing it to my counselor and saying hey this is how I was feeling this week and I learned even in speaking out loud that the times when I feel like I'm most likely to blow up in a situation are if I'm feeling overwhelmed or if I'm feeling underappreciated. And when I was talking to God and I said he said he said when do you when is it that you are feeling overwhelmed? And I said when things don't go the way that I planned. And he said, "What do you feel like the deeper issue is?" And I said, "Usually it's poor time management that I, I either didn't get up as early as I needed to or I took longer in a project that I said that I was going to take. And so where I would normally be able to have that one-on-one time with Jaden and just give him my full attention, I may be trying to talk to him and type up an email. And so he's trying to climb on my lap and I'm getting irritated like, no, I need to co- I need to do this email. You need to get out, off of my lap. And God said, okay, well, take that time away. You have to remember that he is your first ministry. And so if you're out here evangelizing for me in churches and telling women about their purpose, but you don't even allow your love, the love that I have for you to show in the relationship you have with your son, then you're not actually being a good representative of me. And so I said, okay, God, thank you for teaching me. And something that he also showed me is that or he asked me, he said, how did you cope with these feelings before you met me? And I said, I would either shut down or I would go and I would eat. And y'all know I've talked about how God has delivered me from gluttony. And so even sometimes, I won't lie, that temptation comes again where I'm just, I'm just going to go. I'm going to have a snack and I'm just going to shut down. I'm not going to do anything. But now I realize that is a trick of the enemy. That he would love for me to shut down Black Girls of Purpose and say, oh, y'all, I can't handle this responsibility. I just want to be regular. And my sisters in Christ, my, my sister Sophia, my sister Leela, all of us battle with that some days. And it seems like all of us kind of exchange who is wanting to just back away from their calling because it it's hard y'all and I share that too because you may be looking at somebody and thinking oh man I really wish I had what they had but you don't know what they had to go through in order to get where they are today so you see their glory but you don't know their story so you're thinking oh man I wish that I had a book that sold out in 20 states in three days and it's like okay well do you know what their book is about their book is about how they were raped when they were nine years old so do you want to go through that No, you don't want to go through that. You just want the glory, but you don't want to go through the story. And so God even convicted me of that because I went to a vending event this past weekend and there was a a man there who was just sharing his testimony. And he said, the book has been a hit. And I thought, I want my book to be a hit. And God said, do you know what he's been through to get to this? And I said, you are so right, God. Bless him. I'm glad that he was able to endure and and he's able to reap the harvest because a lot of times when you're in those trying seasons, you think, what is the purpose of this? But God always has 
a purpose behind our pain. And if we can stick with it long enough, then we'll see, okay, God, this is what you're trying to do through me. And so it really ties in with this series. Um, it really ties in with my entire ministry that if I hadn't dealt with suicidal thoughts as a teen and I don't write my book, which becomes a workbook, which becomes workshops, which becomes the conference. And now this, uh, this new community that we're launching. And so I am just praying for everybody who's listening to this, that if one, if you feel like you've dealt with anger that you won't be ashamed anymore about it because it is a real thing and two that you will if you've been considering going to counseling or therapy you will do it and understand that that doesn't make you less of a christian because you're going to counseling and therapy in the same way and there are people who are super you know radical and thinking oh i'm not gonna go to the doctor at all i'm just gonna pray for healing and listen let me say this too god does heal he does i've seen it my son pulled his arm out of socket. We prayed, and guess what? Back in socket. But sometimes we pray, and sometimes God is like, okay, now pr- pray, and now go to the doctor. And I think I saw Jack, uh, Jackie Hill Perry's husband, Preston Perry. I think he said Jesus, his shirt said something like Jesus and therapy or something like that. And so I just really am hoping that we all can remove this stigma around mental health and thinking that, you oh, you only go to counseling or therapy if you're crazy. Listen. You can learn by wisdom or you can learn by experience. And I feel like, it's not I feel like, I know scripture says that uh, plans fail for with for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. And so I feel like your mental health professional is just one of the many advisors that you need in your life if you feel like you are struggling. So what action steps would I say to take from today? One, I would really take a moment and think about what specific feelings you are struggling with in this season whether it be anger whether it be anxiousness whether it be overwhelm whatever it is I really want you to just kind of sit with that and and talk to God about it because in the same way that he showed me that I typically deal with anger when I'm feeling overwhelmed and he said okay well how can you not do that and I said oh if I have better time management if I get the sleep that I need then I won't be overwhelmed and I'll be able to function properly and I will be a lot less likely to get angry he can do the same thing for you Um, I have a friend who was just saying how she's been exposed to a lot of disease around her lately. And as she prayed about it, God was showing her that the the spiritual causes of what it is that she was seeing in her community. And so that really positioned her in a place of power to say, okay, God is showing me this because he wants me to do something. And so my prayer is that you will go to God and say, God, okay, what is it that I'm struggling with? And what do you want me to do with this? That it's not just for you, it's for the people who are attached to you. And so I pray you'll be a blessing to them. Uh, I also want to encourage you to look into programs like Celebrate Recovery. Uh, I went to Celebrate Recovery in New Orleans for a while. And they have, if you you struggle with addictions, if you struggle with, they even have a group that's um, for adult children of in- What was it? Dysfunctional families. There are just, there's so many things that they- Address and so I feel like that's a really good group, and I love that it's faith based. And then, if you feel like you're gonna harm yourself, yourself or others, always reach out for a community. I had a week, a couple weeks ago, my son Jaden was just acting 
grill steak. And I said, God, again, it's going to be him or me. So I need something to, I need something to shake. And so I ended up calling, I called around a lot of people, actually. My godmother ended up keeping our sons for me. And then my mom kept them an additional night for me. And that was a blessing because I said, you know, I really don't know what's going to pop off if someone doesn't take these children away from me. And pride would say, oh, no, I can handle this on my own. But I knew that that wouldn't have been wisdom. I knew that wouldn't been wouldn't have been wise. And we're going to talk about this in a few weeks. But scripture says in Proverbs 18:1, one who isolates himself pursues selfish desires and he rebels against all sound judgment. So I knew that I needed to tap into community. Uh, and that really is a great tie-in. Thank you, Lord. To something that we are launching, y'all. I have been praying and fasting and strategizing and emailing and typing and texting and calling for over a month about this community that we're launching. And the community is called Activate. It's inspired by last month's Activate series. And it is a monthly membership to be a part of our Black Girls of Purpose community. Now, you know, without paying any kind of membership fee, you are part of our community. But this is really designed for people who feel like they need additional accountability. So inside of the membership, you get a few things depending on which membership you purchase. Now, there's a boss level, a bliss level, and a base level. At the boss level, you actually get exclusive monthly uh, meetups that you will have in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or other cities as we continue building where we will meet up in person and every event will have a theme. So in January, you might be doing a fitness event. In February, you might be doing a Love Yourself luncheon. March, doing a Money Matters workshop. Just different themes based on our community's needs. We'll also have accountability groups. That's the thing I'm most excited about that will really help you push towards your dreams. So these accountability groups will be made up of women who have things in common with you, whether it be your work style, your learning style, or the industry that you're in, and you will be put together so that you all can continue to help each other move consistently towards your purpose. Another thing that will be a part of the membership are our virtual master classes or workshops. That's what a master class is at a base level, y'all. It's just a workshop, and those topics will also be determined by the members in our community but something that I know we're going to be offering is a goal setting workshop with my sister Michelle Ane. we're going to be doing a fearless workshop with my sister Bianca Cotton from Behind the Confident Smile and then we're also going to be doing a workshop on how to pray with my sister in Christ Aldenika Kelly and she is the creator of Becoming Beautiful TV and so those are just some of the workshops that we'll be launching through 2020. Um, the thing I'm really excited about is that the membership will also come with access to our Black Girls of Purpose app which we are developing. Yes we are developing an app. It's really going to be like holding all of your favorite parts of Black Girls of Purpose in your pocket. You will be able to access the podcast. You will be able to access our live Bible studies that we do. You'll be able to access our Black Girls of Purpose shop. So anytime we have anytime we have new merchandise, you'll be able to access it directly from within our app. You'll be able to talk to other members of the community. And y'all, this is a dream come true for me and so I want to invite y'all if you if any of this sounds of interest to you I want to invite you to go to blackgirlsofpurposepodcast.com 
forward slash activate and you'll see our sales page you'll see more in-depth descriptions of each membership and we are tentatively going to start our classes our workshops on november 18th so make sure that you get your membership before then so you don't miss anything but I'm excited about what God's doing. Y'all know I always say that, and this has been something that has been on my heart to do. Something, again, that I said that I've been strategizing about. I was planning on launching it last month, and God needs to develop some more things. And so I am really excited about what he's going to do through this Activate community. So again, if you're interested in joining that community, you can go to blackgirlsofpurposepodcast.com forward slash activate and it have it will have all the information about the memberships so i pray that you'll go over to black girls of purpose podcast.com forward slash activate for more information now if you are not following us in, on instagram please go ahead and do that at black girls of purpose you can also follow me personally at the black girl with purpose and then join our email list at black girls of purpose dot org forward slash join that's the best way to stay connected with everything that we're doing for those of you who are on our email list you're like okay she finally made the announcement because i actually told the our email list about this community at the beginning of october but now i'm sharing with you and i'm just praying that everything that we do will help position you to walk into the fullness of who god called you to be so again if you're interested in joining our community you can go to black girls purpose podcast.com forward slash activate and i think that's all for now so we'll talk to you next week